um, hey, fuckers. <laughs> hey, what the fuckers? Yeah. Uh, Howard Stern here. <laughs> To I wouldn't say no. A podcast on um Animal Planet. Ooh, on Animal Planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2020. Damn, with Barbara Walters. Well, no <laughs> one's gonna get sick of that joke this year. <laughs> no one's gonna say that joke this year. Why it's such a good no, joke? No, I said no one's gonna get sick of it. Oh, everybody's gonna. I say love it. it. Oh, you it's, like it? Yeah, okay, I really cool. like it. It's perfect. I like it when people are respectful. I don't love when people say Barbara Walters' name funny because she has a bit of a speech impediment. I know and it's, it's like, ridiculous. Feel, it feels like we're twenty. It's twenty twenty. Yeah. So. We're not going to do that on. anymore. We're not going to do that anymore. And we weren't doing that probably for the in last. Fa- well, in fact, I didn't just do it. So yeah. we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Um, we are recording in a new location. Yeah, we're in a basement now. We're in a basement. Because I'm the proud owner of a basement. Hell, just a basement. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, no, we are sitting in Deirdre and Carrie's beautiful new home. It's, yeah. Where we have... A little area for our podcast in the basement. We have a whole podcast nook, and it's and it's sort of it's soundproofed on one side. On one side, yeah. <laughs> Which so I'm gonna laugh at that side. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, it's carpeted. Yeah. It's cozy. Yeah. Basically, I love it. Yeah. Things are looking up. So we haven't recorded in a few months because like. You traveled around the globe. I traveled around the globe I, so many times. Yeah, I moved. Carrie started a new job. Then we hosted people. And then it was the holidays. Yeah, it was a lot. Blah, 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 blah. But. Snooze. You know what else I did? What? Watched all of The Expanse. Oh. A sci-fi original that then became an Amazon Prime show. It's so fucking good. What? I've never heard of it. Um. Okay, so it's the way future. And people colonized Mars. And of course then, they did. Yeah, yeah. So then it became like this cold war between like Mars and and Earth. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then in order to like sustain all these billions of people, because there's like now like 300 billion people on Earth. And it's like, what? So then they mine. Isn't that how many people are on Earth now? Yes, 300 billion people. <laughs> I actually have no idea. I think we're at about eight. Oh. Yeah. Okay, we're we're... We're still not good. Yeah, I mean, that's so. still too many people. Yeah. But okay. anyway, so to support all these people, they start mining the asteroid belt. Okay. So then there's this, like, whole new class of people called belters who, like, grow up in zero gravity. So they have, like, really thin, like, crumbly bones. And oh. they're, like, all... Yeah. So basically, like, there's this whole, like... It's basically a show about class and war. Yeah. And then there's also an alien that enters called this proto-molecule that, like... Earth, of course, thinks is like a new Mars weapon and Mars mm-hmm. thinks is a new Earth weapon. But basically the whole argument of the show is like, hey, humans should probably stop blowing shit up when they're scared of things. Yeah. So anyway, it's a good anti-war show that's Absolutely. also about class and I highly recommend it. Who colonized Mars, though, in the show? Uh, they don't say. It's just people. Oh. But basically, uh, actually, that's not true. Uh, it's the military. Okay. Yeah. So like all the Martians are like super hardcore Marines. 
Interesting. And Earth is now just the UN. That's it's just the United Nations. So that's like yeah. There is no government outside of the United Nations. Okay. That sounds really good. It's so good. So basically all of my downtime between any of this was like just binging that show. I binged. I actually have like a tangential story about not knowing how many people live on Earth. (laughs) Um I'll 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 go into it now. Actually, I uh the other day, I was like, hey, Doug, I know when, like, um, you know, if there's, like, a robbery or, like, violence or something, like, you call 911, but, like, what do you do if, like, someone's having, like, a heart attack? Yeah. He was like, you call 911. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you call 911 for an ambulance? Are you sure? And he was like, yes, please. If I'm having a heart attack, just call 911. Same for me. And I, I felt like the stupidest person on the planet where for something happened in like the last two years where I forgot that like if there's a medical emergency, you also are supposed to call 911. Yeah, I just been for- Googling it. I would have been Googling. I actually, before we had that conversation, I was like, oh, I should Google like where you get an ambulance. <laughs> and then I was like, how, how does that happen? We're like, you know, because like, our brains have been filled with more important things, like so many memes yes. that um, I can call off the top of my head. But, <laughs> but yeah, just kind of forgot that if someone's having a heart attack or like a stroke, you should just call nine one one. So call nine one one for a medical emergency. I'm so, sure everybody else knew that. So when I was little, I used to call nine one one because I was lonely and I wanted someone to talk to. Deirdre, and I would always hang so up right sad. away. I know, and they would call back, and then my parents would be like. Deirdre, were you calling 911 again? And I would be like, yes, please, someone play with me. (laughs) So so I'll never forget 911. All I needed was a pet, but nope. (laughs) Your parents should have just gotten you like a dog or something. Yeah, they should have. But But you you were kind of like giving them steady business and job security to those dispatchers. True. So um, (laughs) anyway, now that I've sort of confessed to my own idiocy, um, I binged the TV show You. Oh, how was it? Um, I love it. I love trash like that. Mm. Um, Season two in particular was very, very good. I mean, it's like it's stupid. It was a show that it's with um Penn Badgley. Yeah, right? who aka Dan Humphrey from Gossip Girl. Yeah. Um he XOXO. was XOXO. XOXO. He was Gossip Girl, spoiler alert. Oh, he was. Uh, he was Gossip Girl. I never Oh, spoiler it. alert. Um, I wasn't going to. So it's Yeah, it, it's sort of irrelevant by the end of the show, but it's actually kind of interesting because on you he plays like this sort of like brainy, well-intentioned, sensitive stalker um, wow. who also kills people. Oh, um, and so it almost feels like <laughs> sort of, but like it feels like a natural progression from Dan Humphrey. Like if Dan Humphrey, because um, Dan Humphrey went to this like elite private school, but he was from Brooklyn. He was from fucking Dumbo. He was definitely loaded. Yeah. But you know, he was from Brooklyn, so he was an outsider and he was like mm, smart gotcha. and artsy and sensitive. And guess what? Apparently he was spying on all of his fucking classmates. Yeah. So that's um, true. Yep. Uh <laughs> this season is really good. It's like su- it's like one of those shows that really like I've been trying to watch less TV and spend more time like reading or just mm. like doing things that feel good but we had a couple of days over like the holidays where like 
we were kind of sick. Everyone was out of town and yeah. we just like binged the show in three days. And it was like just such delicious yep. garbage. Was- I love it so much. And it's actually pretty like, it's pretty tongue in cheek hmm. and like self-aware uh-huh. um, and funny, which for a show that was initially developed for Lifetime is yeah, no, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. I, that was one of the funny things about watching The Expanse start as, like, a sci-fi network show. Because mm-hmm. in the first season, they try and make, like, the people that live in the belt look way different. Because mm-hmm. they've been, like, born and lived in zero gravity. Right. And by the second and third season, they're just like, okay, we're just going to make them normal people. We're just gonna, <laughs> that was a lot of bad CGI. So uh-huh. we'll just call it good. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Yeah, speaking of bad CGI. Speaking of bad CGI. <laughs> wait, I want to give our listeners a, a quick heads up about what's happening today, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, That's we, a good idea. We did start, we'll, we'll sort of be like recapping the end of 2019 and like all of the stuff we did yeah. and our favorite stupid internet goofs. Yes. Um, but we did also go to Arby's today. Yes. Today. Today. Typically, we will like go eat some trash and record a few days later. Because otherwise you feel like trash while you're recording. But, but we're just powering through. And in fact, we're sort of powered by Arby's right now. <laughs> Do you um, think we can get Arby's to sponsor? Powered by Arby's. <laughs> um, so we did go to Arby's today. We'll be discussing that later in the episode. But bad CGI. On Christmas Day, yes. I gathered up all of all of the lone like people in Portland, yes. our our friends who weren't like with family, um, but in fact our friend Sarah's family did join us. Nice. And we went to see the film, the film Cats. Yeah. And for those that don't know, there was uh, a version of Cats that came out that was a bad CGI version. Oh, yeah. Um, Which version did you see? <laughs> we saw the bad CGI yes, version. Yes, good. Um, and allegedly <laughs> it had been fixed by that day, uh, but the theater that we were in clearly hadn't gotten that. Gotcha. Got, gotten that reel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not on reels anymore. What is it? Mm, a, yeah, a, they hadn't a, gotten the new file. Is it just the a, new thumb drive? It's a file? <laughs> so sad. I mean, if it's digital, yeah. It's like when I found out what the cloud was and that it's a bunch of servers and not just like storage in the sky. I know, right? This episode is about how I'm really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) It's just about how things should be called something better, right? Yeah. So the the bad CGI version of cats, um, there are a couple of things. First of all, the cats are terrifying no matter what. Yeah. They're super scary. Uh, Yeah. Tell me. Not horny? The cats are definitely horny. But what I'll say (laughs) is, like, as a child that grew up on the East Coast, like, there were so many Cats the Musical commercials Mm. when I was growing Mm -hmm. up, and they always scared me. Mm. I reflected back on those costumes, and I was like, oh, these are actually, like, a lot more fun and campier than... The bad CGI. Than the bad CGI cats, because a lot of the cats, like, they're not really furry, they're yeah. like kind of furry, but they're mostly, it looks like they're all wearing like skin tight leotards and some of them have like accessories. And so like you can see the human bodies yeah. under the cat suits. So you're like well, seeing pecs. Yeah. Well, it's complicated because they have, to, it has to be like form fitting enough to show off that choreo. Yes. Yeah. And like, you know that they filmed, they were all just wearing leotards. Green suits. Yeah. yeah. Or something. Yeah. Um, in the bad CGI version, 
none of the cats have paws or like oh yeah they, they don't touch it, the floor right they don't touch the floor but they also have human hands and human feet which was super mm. like uh just like not that i could really get into that world anyway yeah. but like you know it was really weird you're like supposed to be like i'm watching fucking cats right now yeah and they just have human hands and are like wearing rings so apparently in the not bad cgi version those things were fixed gotcha my main problem with cats aside from like it it was painful to watch for me yeah the songs have been lodged in my head for weeks since i saw it (laughs) um like i just wake up Yes, I wake up with, like, magical Mr. fucking Mistopheles stuck in my head. Um, But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, oh, shoot. I lost it. Tom Hooper's really been on one, though, right? Yeah, he's, he, I don't know. Everyone, (laughs) he just, like, put so much energy into it, and it's so extreme. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. The most unbelievable part to me was that they have like just human faces Mm. like i wish they gave them cat noses yeah what they They don't have cat noses they don't i guess maybe that's the key to what was so off-putting about all of it yeah like they should have that cats don't have human noses and these cats kind of look like the little salami meme cat who's Mm. like you know whimpering that it wants a little bit of salami but okay Anyway, uh, it was really, our theater was like all laughing very, very hard. See, that's good. That's how it should be. But the movie wasn't funny. And that was kind of the thing. Is like. Wasn't the movie about like, some, I mean, the whole, it's just based on poems about cats. It's, it's And then there's not really like a plot, but they tried to make it a plot, right? They tried to make it a plot, but they're mostly singing. But like, yeah, it's kind of like a young a young, fresh new cat gets picked up yeah. by the Jellicle Cats, which is a group of cats yes, yes, that have yes, named yes. themselves the Jellicle Cats, and uh, they have to choose a cat to, I think, go die. Yeah, um, she goes and dies. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and when I realized that was the end of the movie, I was like, oh, sorry, spoiler alert, but I mean, come on, Cats yeah. has been out for decades. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, what the, what the fuck yeah um also jennifer hudson is just her face is wet the whole movie and she doesn't have she hardly has a scene without snot coming out of her human Mm, nose so So, upsetting so yeah but she's gonna rebound without aretha biopic Mm -hmm. i hope and actually, yikes! There was a uh, there was a preview for oh, that. Oh, was there a trailer for that? There project. was a trailer for that, and there was this trailer for Sonic. Oh which yeah, lo- which they redid, right? Which they redid, which reminded me that this 2019 was the year that gave us bad Sonic. Yeah, it also gave us uh, Detective Pikachu, which was amazing. I still haven't watched it yet. Okay, Dear I'm on job. it. I'm on it. Can I say something yeah. controversial? Yeah. I don't get why Ryan Reynolds does it for everybody. I don't think that's controversial. I don't, um, I don't get it. I think it's like the same reason that, uh, what's his name? Uh, who, Robert Downey Jr. does it for people. Where like, Yeah, it's a similar smarmy, like, I, yeah. don't, I, don't know, I don't need it. Because I think it's supposed to be like, uh, uh, I'm a hot guy, but I'm also like 
fast talking and like hot people aren't supposed to be smart or witty. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Okay. It's like, oh, you can have it all in one package, but like surprise, you fucking can't have it. Yeah. Because he's with Blake Lively. And they XOXO. Got on the plantation. Oh. <laughs> they did. I didn't know yes, that. Yes, they did. I was They're like say one it's... of the main marriages that like, because like, I feel like it was like a month ago, all those wedding planners like came out against having weddings on plantations and they kept referring to their wedding. <laughs> really yeah yeah well <laughs> wow i was gonna say xoxo gossip girl but oh, sorry <laughs> no it's okay like we're but i that's... made it real and sad well you know <laughs> it's it's disappointing but kind of not surprising because ultimately like what they're probably both white people from the south where are yeah, they from probably i don't know no with a name like blake lively she's probably from california you think or so? like i don't know i could see her being from like denver is that her real My name is blake Let's. We have a friend named Blake. That's true. <laughs> but, Hi, Blake. I hope you're listening. Hi, Blake. I know his I last guess... name's not Lively, though. And also, I feel like it was more classically a dude's name at that time. And so, like, if you were named one of those like more murky names in the late '80s, like uh-huh. when she was born, I feel like that like means Dylan. Yeah, exactly. Or like I don't know. Yeah. Or the opposite would be Lori. From Little Women. <laughs> Which I did. Timote. Timote. And, and yeah, Lori is like, that's a name that after I did see Little Women a couple of days after after it came out. Um, and costumes are amazing. Do you think that the character Lori's parents considered themselves like progressive types? Because that's why they named supposed to be Lawrence. Oh, probably. Do you think? Oh, Blake Lively's real name is Blake Brown. So, mm. and she's from Los Angeles. You were I right. I told you she was from California. Yeah, she seems like she's from California. Yeah. Um, but and, yeah, I don't know. Ryan, Nothing wrong with that. Ryan Reynolds doesn't do it for me. I don't. I don't give a shit. I like Detective Pikachu because it seemed like it was about dogs. Oh, okay. Like all yeah. of the. I mean, I'll probably still watch it. I think it was like coming to HBO soon or something, and I was like, I'll watch. I it. think it's there, and oh, it's we have this okay. huge new TV. Yeah. Um. Just imagine that TV. all of the Pokemon are dogs. Okay. And and it's perfect. So. A confession I have mm-hmm. is that my school was very anti-Pokemon. Is that weird? I don't... I, when Pokemon I, got big, like, everybody at my school acted like they were above it. I was in, like, fifth grade, primo Pokemon age. Is it? Yeah. Is that when Pokemon came out? That's when it got big here for us, yeah. It must have been in, like, seventh or eighth grade, though. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, fifth grade, and we were all just, like, ugh, and, like, made fun of the younger kids that played it, and then there was one kid in our class that did play it, and we were all, like, oh, look at this weirdo. What were we doing? Why did we have to hate on it so hard? I genuinely don't even remember Pokemon being a thing. Probably because like, it was eighth grade, so people were too busy with whatever eighth being horny do. and yeah. going through puberty and Oof, stuff. The worst. But yeah, I can't even recall like Pokemon being. What did it come out on when we were? Was it on Game Boy? Yeah. Okay. I think so. These were kids with like the playing <laughs> cards and everything. I, when I went to see Detective Pikachu, okay, yeah, it was it was uh, yeah, like they cards had the card and stuff game. like that. Yeah, um, I mean, I honestly went to see Detective Pikachu because kind of the same reason I went to see Cats. I was <laughs> like, I'll go see it with a big group of friends. Yeah. It'll be funny. We'll all hoot and holler and laugh, and yeah. it'll be great. And I actually thought it was like a lot cuter than yeah. I heard good things. Yeah, I just was... had to say I don't get it. 
I, it seems I, like people really love Ryan Reynolds, and I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm yeah. not there for it. Yeah. But we are in the big movie season. Um, true. Today is January 5th. 5th? I'm, yes, and I'm so far behind that I just saw Hustlers, but it was great. You saw Hustlers I saw last Hustlers night. Hustlers last night, yeah. Um, um, yeah, today's the Golden Globes, yeah. and J-Lo is nominated for, I want to say, like, Best Supporting Actress yeah. for Hustlers. Yeah, I mean, not supporting even... is correct, but... We'll see what she gets for the Oscars because I feel like that's always like the most packed category, and I just want her to win. So, do you think we'll she'll see. be nominated? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, she got the SAG Award nomination, the Golden Globe one, right? Well, oh, oh, I have no idea. I yeah, don't really the like SAG keep up one with was that. a big deal. I remember okay. she recorded a video to say thank you. Because that's, like, from all the other actors oh, and actresses. J-Lo. So it's, like, a big deal, you know? I love that we're having a J-Lo resurgence. Um, Same. She's, what did you think of Hustlers? Oh, that was great. I loved it. was it. really I fun. knew I was going to love it. Yeah. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was really fun. It was funny to think about, though, how much I used to go to strip clubs. <laughs> I know. I. That's not an experience I've had Yeah. that much. Like, I guess that was kind of a bigger part of, like... It was partying. also a part of me being like, I like women, but I date men. So yeah. whenever anybody wanted to go to a strip club, I was like, great, front row, <laughs> I'm there. Front and center. This is the best. <laughs> huh. When yeah. was the last time you went to a strip club? Uh, It's always Sassy's. It's the best club, in uh-huh. my opinion. But, God, maybe like four years ago, four or five years ago? Hmm. Four, I'm going to say four. Let's okay. Say four. Yeah. I haven't been to a strip club in Portland. Oh, that's not true. I've been to... We went to Sassy's that one time, didn't we? I've never been to Sassy's. I've only been to, um, like, a male, like, a gay male strip club after, like, um, drag brunch or something. Mm -hmm. One fine Valentine's Day. Gotcha. Um, I feel, like, oddly incompetent when I'm at strip clubs because, like, it's just, like, it's interesting. I don't have, like, any sort of, like... Uh, moral feelings about yeah. it but like you know how some people like go watch a football game and are like this is really fun and other people are like this doesn't speak to me yeah that's kind of <laughs> how i feel about strip clubs i'm kind of just like this isn't the way in which i engage with the oh, world yeah um, I, it's not really for me either i'm just saying like it's pretty funny how i i always thought i was being like the cool girl like yeah i'll go to a strip club yeah i don't even care and then it was totally because i was like i'm having such a good time. <laughs> I love to see the booty. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel really like in, 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 incapable in terms of like my own sort of like athleticism when I'm there. Yeah. Like that's incredibly that's, buff. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking buff. We don't, I don't think people talk about that enough. Yeah. It's like dancers are really buff. They're like super fit. I like it's want. famously why they kicked me out of being a dancer. I wasn't buff enough. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I once, like, the only time I've been at a strip club, I, like, have this memory of a woman, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what she was doing, and I don't even really remember that well, but it was, like, something, like, very acrobatic with her ass, and, like, the thought that I had the entire time was, I was, like, there's no way I could, like, I was, like, trying to feel my own ass muscles (laughs) to see if I could, like, possibly even, like, move my butt cheeks in such a way, and, like... I just was like, I can't. I know. They're and professionals. Like, they're professionals. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah. they're fucking professionals. Yeah. I thought that the movie was good. I thought it was the perfect length. Like all the scenes needed to be in it. Well edited. Move. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. Yeah. It was, I know there was some like, um, there was like some 
issue around like the club that they were using, um, like not paying the people that uh, worked there for mm. the days that they were closed. Um, so like a lot of like that sucks dancers and like and this is like a kind of like a half formed knowledge oh, thing okay. in my head. I don't know <laughs> specifically the details, but I know a lot of people who like are dancers were kind of just like this okay you want to see a movie about this but like how do you want to support us yeah so that was kind of my only like weird thing around that but i don't know the movie's really fun um i i'm definitely like i've seen a bunch of the movies that are like up for awards now Mm -hmm. definitely my favorite one has been parasite Mm -hmm. which i know you haven't seen i know i keep being like carrie let's go you must see it i know it's it's very very well, good. Well, and like we have no choice but to stand bong. Yeah. And we did. We rewatched Snowpiercer over Christmas when we were being lazy, and I was just like, oh, I want to go see it so bad. Go see a matinee. Well, I know the the people that were staying with us had already seen it, so that was like a big part of why we didn't go. Understood. Yeah. So it was gotcha. Like, yeah. And I want to make one last point about Little Women. I didn't actually say anything about it. Oh yeah, we um, just. <laughs> We just yelled Timothy Chalamet's name. Well, (laughs) I want to call out the fact that um, my, like, all-time, my all-time crush of just all the past decade is in it, which is Louis Grell, Mm -hmm. um, who is from such horny films as Ma Mare and The Dreamers. Oh, Um, oh, yeah, that guy. He's... Mm -hmm. He's very, very hunky. He's very hunky, but in like a <laughs> moody way. And I didn't realize that he was in Little Women. So mm-hmm. when he came on the screen, I like had a bit of, I had like a yelp. And then like, <laughs> oh, heavens. I, I was like, oh, goodness. <laughs> um, but, but I realized that I have had a crush on this actor since 2007 oh, which is when the dreamers came out i think the dreamers came out in like 2007 or 2008 yeah but i had like kind of a, a period i want to say in like end of high school early college where i like just watched a bunch of like um like horny horny films. Oh, horny, <laughs> french, horny french movies basically uh-huh. like yeah, kind yeah. of like indie french movies that all have like a ton of like dicks and butts in them <laughs> Um, and I was just like, oh, this is art. Dick <laughs> like, butt cinema. Di- yeah, dick <laughs> butt cinema. Have you ever seen Mamere? It's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, with it. Isabelle Huppert. It's, I can't recommend it. They're both, yeah. they're both like incredible actors yeah. and like very attractive yeah. people, but like, it's just, it's rough to watch. Mm, gotcha. Um, but anyway, I was like, wow, I've had a crush on this person for like 14 to 15 years. I'm going to be like one of those women who like, love Harrison Ford when they're like yeah. 65 and I've and are like I've been watching Harrison Ford since he was 20 like that's me with Louis Garrel Ooh, um, if Louis Garrel ever pierces his ear you just gonna lose it I think he has a pierced ear oh he does okay, I don't so know. he took that out of the Harrison book <laughs> just saying I know I can't wait but love little women um yeah. it was beautiful I don't want to spoil it for you I mean I yeah I read the book yeah, yeah, well, there's there's a twist at the end. It's it's Greta Gerwig's own like interpretation oh, of gotcha. Little Women. Gotcha. So I think people have general like it's kind of weird to see like a movie like that like slightly modernized because I do think that the dialogue is even though a lot of the lines are pulled from the book mm-hmm. like I do think the dialogue can't help but be modernized a little bit. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of weird, but yeah. I don't know. It's great. I'm the costumes are no, the costumes it. are amazing. Also, 
Uh, I'm reminded of when RuPaul praised Ladybird and tried to spell Saoirse Ronan's name and just literally wrote out the two words, Sir and Shaw. <laughs> I have no... like. I feel I, like we don't talk about that enough. I don't remember that at all, but I've it's been saying... You can go find it. I've been saying Cersei. Oh, yeah, Saoirse. Saoirse mm-hmm. Ronan. Yes, as someone else with a goofy Gaelic name. <laughs> I know how it's pronounced. That goofy one's a Gaelic names. Yes, yep. <laughs> GoofyGaelicNames.com. Another one in that is Siobhan, spelled Siobhan. Yeah, that's my middle name. Oh, your middle name is Siobhan? Spelled Siobhan, yeah. Deirdre Siobhan. Lion's Keith, yeah. But dear, like if I had to like sort of pronounce it phonetically, it would be like Dear Deirdre Siobhan. Mm-hmm. Leon's Kefi. Mm-hmm. People have always, yeah, my parents really didn't set me up for success. <laughs> that's why I feel so hard for my nieces named Ember and Aoife, because Ember Woo! is going to spend her whole life Damn. being like, sorry, Amber? And Aoife, her name is spelled A-O-I-F-E. A-O-I-F-E. A-O-I-F? Is that, a, is that a, an, an Irish so no, name? Yeah, Gaelic. Aoife. And it's a pretty name, but just it like is. imagine being like... I always think of her when I get on a plane because they always try and pronounce your name to like say thanks for spending too much money to like put up with horrible conditions. Yeah. And I'm just, I think of the like flight attendant that will have to say that and I feel for her or him. Or I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of, <laughs> that was great. You got it all in there. Well, I mean, um, yeah. and other pronouns that yeah. people may don't, use. Don't. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Um, I was trying to think of like, other, I feel like other names like that are like, um, I, I used to go to school with a person and her sister's name was Eilish, mm, but it's mm-hmm. also spelled like kind of in a... But then some of them are pronounced Eilish. Eilish. Or... And then, well, it's like how my name can in, even though it has two R's, uh-huh. some people do call themselves Deidre and just uh, don't pronounce the first R. Uh-huh. And then some people do go by Deirdre. Deirdre? Yeah. That's like the English way to say it is Deirdre. Deirdre. Yeah. I love how British people fuck shit. Fuck, <laughs> fuck shit up pitta yeah Ooh, i did have a really fun time saying happy christmas to everyone this year I why did you say that oh i just felt like just wanted little, to be british a little continental you know? <laughs> yeah what did you watch any good like holiday movies um we watched peewee's christmas special like we always do and then um have you seen it are you familiar with the best man series i don't think so so it's like tay diggs morris Ch- chestnut uh Terrence Howard and another actor whose name I'm forgetting. Anyway, it's like very heteronormative and it's all about like this group of friends and them getting married, blah, blah, blah. Is it a series or? Well, there's, yeah, because it's like its own universe. Oh. A cinematic universe. So anyway, my, uh, for lack of a better term, brother-in-law, Tim, really likes it. The Best Man Holiday Mm -hmm. as a holiday movie. So we watched that. Good God, it is fucking sad. Like sad? It's so sad. Someone dies of cancer in it. Oh my god. That's a Christmas movie? What the fuck? I know. Yeah. So it like really we um we were getting up early the next day to go snowshoeing when we watched it. So we didn't finish it. And Carrie and I were laying in bed going to sleep and she was like so upset by the movie because she was like, Is that person gonna live or die? Are they gonna live or die? And so I had to turn the lights back on and pull up Wikipedia and read the rest of the plot to her. Did you guys never finish the movie? We never finished it because we've read the plot and found out that they do in fact die. And then it was just like, Well Well, <laughs> you know what? Um that 
actually reminds me that I watched The Family Stone. Oh, which did is someone die in that? Someone, too? uh, what's her name? Diane Keaton. Oh, Diane Keaton. No one Spoiler wants to alert, die? dies Watch of cancer. Die. Mm, yeah, apparently and holiday movies and cancer. It's just like, it's almost like they're like, someone had to die for you to have this good Christmas. Right? Okay, so. What the fuck? Did that come out in 2014? No, it came out in like. Family Stone? 2003 or 2004. No. The Family Stone? Really? With Sarah Jessica SJP? Parker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, it's, and uh, Rachel, Rachel, yeah, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. It's quite, and Luke Wilson, it's quite dated. Yeah, okay. Quite dated. There's a whole, it's interesting because there's like, a whole plot point where like there's like an out like one of the kids is like gay and he's there with his partner um and he's deaf and so it's like this like great wonderful like character um for like kind of an early 2000s movie um and then sarah jessica parker's character um goes on a little bit of a diatribe about how who would wish to have a gay son and it's like because like their life is so hard how could anyone possibly wish for that and there's like kind of a sweet moment i mean haven't people said that to you before people have said that my mom used to say that to me before she was like sure i was gay people have definitely <laughs> i'm not saying it's a good thing i'm just saying it's a very definitely boomer attitude towards I it i know but yeah. she's not a boomer in it but isn't she technically a boomer in age Sarah Jessica Parker. If she's over 55, she's a boomer. And I'm sorry, but she's in my 55. I think she's playing like a 35-year-old in that movie. Um, mm. Yeah, my well, my parents are like very, um, my parents are like very old school and immigrant. So of course they've said some horrible things like that to me. But to hear that in a movie, well, and the other piece of it is that like. She's 54. She's 54. She just missed boom, being a boomer by one year. But when sorry. did that movie come out? Oh, the I family stone. I'm okay. on it. I'm on it. I'm uh, on it. <laughs> yeah, check when it came out. But what what I'll say is like, um, that to me was like a pretty heavy thing to say. 2005. 2005. Okay, so very 2005 energy to have that kind of diatribe. <laughs> no, and it's like really weird because I do think that we're supposed to kind of find her to be a sympathetic character mm. who's just like really repressed. Yeah. Um, but I was like, <laughs> what she's saying is not like weird repressed like overworked person that's like pretty fucked up yeah um and they just never address it again that's just like a very 2005 mentality oh, towards i know queerness though i know i mean like that's that's where we were 14 years ago i know i know it's it, cool that it's changed but like that was like that was progressive back then like that was that, like the progressive stance that like, feeling like, of like yeah to be like it's not like i wouldn't love my gay kids but just like oh, i want their lives to be easy yeah yeah that's progressive that was i mean because that's exactly the kind of shit i used to hear from my parents Ugh. yeah well but there is a sweet scene and like i did talk to somebody um who had also like recently watched it um and there is a sweet scene where like uh diane keaton who is like the matriarch of the family like after that has like a moment with her son where she's just like you know I loved you, like, I wished for you exactly the way you yeah. are, which is which very also, sweet. Oh, well, that's good. But also, like, damn, if I want to watch a gay son and a mom die of cancer, I'll be watching other people. Thank you very much. So have good. I seen... Jesse Plemons, Molly Shannon. I haven't seen, it I haven't seen other people. It's so good. I have a hard time sometimes with Jesse Plemons. Sometimes he's really good. Oh, really? Yeah. When have you not liked him? I'm curious. Because maybe I haven't seen it. In Breaking Bad? 
Oh, I forgot he was in Breaking He Bad. just plays sometimes like kind of a pasty person. Yeah. Did you ever watch his season of Fargo? That was when I first Mm-mm. really remember being like, oh, I know, I recognize this actor now. Mm-hmm. Also, cannot recommend that season of Fargo highly enough. It's so good. Really? We got Brad Garrett. That's right. The uncle from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Kirsten Dunst. Oh, man. And she's like looking extra fine in it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. She looks, yeah. And um, her and Jesse Plemons are married. Mm-hmm. And then she kills somebody with her car. Uh-oh. she's like fully, she's like definitely like in mental crisis, like before the car happens. Uh-huh. But then she hits like a mob boss with her car. Oh, and shit. And kills him. And it's, oh, it's so good. That show, I can't wait for that fucking show to come back. Fargo? That's, I think Fargo is maybe the best TV show of like the 2010s. What about Succession? Fargo's way better. Yeah. Well, because Fargo's like, it's one of those like... Each series, each season's a different story mm-hmm. and a different time period and completely different cast. So okay, yeah, that sounds good. It's great. I really, okay. really, really recommend it. Speaking of the end of the twenty ten, Succession though, right? I did watch Succession. Did you finish it? I finished it. Oh, when Tom s- eats the chicken, that's it's all a I'll say. Psychotic show. When Tom eats the chicken, just. It's a psychotic. Thank you for the chicken, Logan. Has anybody watched the show? Have you watched Succession? It's psychotic. It's the best. Uh, I hate Shiv. Like yeah. I know you're supposed to kind of like. No, she's find, pretty hateable. Find her to be like the at least relatable person on the show. She starts season two that way, but does not end it that no. way. No. Yeah. She's they're all power hungry assholes. Yeah. Uh. As always, Kieran Culkin's the only one that you kind of root for. I at know. The end. And you I didn't know. see that one coming, no, did you? If you but go I'm... back to that first episode <laughs> where like everybody has to turn the show off because of how awful he is in yeah. a baseball game. Yeah. And then by the end of season two, you're rooting for him. I'm just saying. I was always Great rooting of, of Kieran Culkin. Um, I've loved his. Oh, I love him. I've yeah. loved his smarmy ass since Igby goes down. <sighs> right. Good movie. We favorite movie favorite enough. like teen movie. That's a good one that I loved yeah. as a child. Um, but as we talk about wrapping up 2019, um, I'm curious if we want to maybe revisit some of our favorite. We don't necessarily have like a youth delegate this yeah, this episode. We're just going to talk about some of our fave things that happened. What did th- this year brought us so much? Yes, I feel really strongly about. Okay, I think it's my favorite piece of comedy uh-huh. of the last year, which I have tried very hard to meme on my own even though it is not available on youtube so if you want to be shown this meme you will have to come sit in front of a tv and i'll show it to you on (laughs) netflix but it's from that sketch comedy show i think you should leave tim robinson i started watching it but i love it so much because i have so much respect for people that can write dumb dumb things and make them so funny Mm -hmm. because like i could never do that when i was writing comedy it was like never that it was always really personal stuff but the stuff that always made me laugh the hardest was always people that could just do crazy dumb shit like there was this comedian who still works in town uh phil schallberger who had a character named pizza box and Uh it was an empty pizza box and he would just like use it as a puppet and pretend like he was the pizza box and he would be off the stage. And he would do that for like an open mic. He would do that like four minutes. He'd do like a tight four minutes as pizza in a box. <laughs> so anyway, I just like, I love really dumb humor in general. But there's one sketch in particular where they, 
this guy is walking around and he looks like he is dressed as Axl Rose kind of. Uh-huh. And he has like a bandana and like a leather jacket and he's just walking and you hear this like really generic like uh, rock and roll music you'd hear as like B-roll music in like a, you know, like uh, that American Chopper reality show. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And he's walking down the street and he just goes, oh, motorcycle. <laughs> That's a nice motorcycle. And he just like, then he sees a car and he's like, Two motorcycles with a house in the middle? <laughs> Whoa! And it's just, like, so positive and goofy and kind. And eventually he just, like, keeps seeing modes of transportation that just keep wowing him. And the only frame of reference he has is a motorcycle. Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't know anything else. All he knows are motorcycles. So then eventually a tour bus drives past him. And he just, like, loses his mind in ecstasy, falls to his knees, and then is beamed up to the heavens. <laughs> and then we see a shot of space and there's a big spaceship that's in the shape of a motorcycle and like the wheels are spinning. Uh-huh. And he beams up and it's a bunch of crew and they're all dressed the same way. And he just goes, oh uh, yeah, they've got motorcycles. <laughs> that sounds that's so the whole stupid. Thing. It's the whole thing. It's so fucking dumb, but I love it so much. <laughs> like, it's so pure. It doesn't punch down at anything. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, let's fucking laugh about something dumb. I don't know. Anyway, it's my version of buying everyone in America a Coke. If I could make <laughs> everyone in America watch this, I think we could solve it. 2020 I... election, it'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> don't bring that up. No, because we're all just going to watch the motorcycle The motorcycle clip. video? Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can watch it after we record. Uh, yeah, that was my favorite part of 2019. Genuinely. Just like, period. Just that. It's huh. like a minute and a half, maybe two minutes. Poor Carrie, I've made her watch it like a hundred times. She yeah. still thinks it's fu- kind of funny, but like I really <laughs> think it is just, it's perfect comedy. I, I don't think anything touched me that deeply. It really did. Like, I think it's so, so funny. Did anything touch me that deeply? I don't think so. Can I tell you something else? Yeah. I, apparently I'm, I'm jealous. Just, I'm apparent- jealous at how like... In, like kind of like how enthusiastic you are about I this. Really, I feel I'm looking about back it. at my year and thinking, nothing. Where were the motorcycles? Where were the motorcycles? <laughs> but apparently, I also have a horrible memory, so <laughs> I don't know. Nine one one. Yes. Where are the motorcycles? <laughs> <laughs> Who do I call if I'm having a heart attack? Wait, what's the other thing? Oh, uh, I realized. So kind of like why i realized the reason why i love succession so much Uh is because the show creator and runner also used to write for peep show like he was one of the main writers of peep show no way yes so that's like it's like that connection where i was like oh that's why i find this so funny and it makes a lot of people uncomfortable i (laughs) love show also makes a lot of people uncomfortable but it's so funny yes so anyway when i made that connection i was like oh so similarly I made that connection with Tim Robinson, the guy from I Think You Should mm-hmm. Leave, because one of my favorite really dumb sketches from SNL is um, him as John... No, Jason Sudeikis is John Tesh, and Tim Robinson plays John Tesh's, like, brother. Uh-huh. And they're both, like, they're wearing, like, white mullety... Blonde mullety... Uh, mullety wigs. I love mullety how wigs. we're, like, not drinking this episode, and I'm still like, what are words? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, like, we're in a mullet wig, they have matching brocade vests and, like, <laughs> long, like, Seinfeld puffy sleeve shirts on underneath, and they're just doing the NBA on NBC theme, which is the, like, do 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 do
and they're just saying basketball. I think I've seen this. There's a 10 hour mega clip. No. Anyway, it was like when I realized that he was the guy from that sketch, which mm-hmm. I realized like two weeks ago. I didn't realize he was on SNL. Yeah, he was on SNL for a season and then he was a writer for them for okay. a few years. Yeah. But anyway, like making that connection was similar to the Succession Peep Show connection for me. I was like, oh, it's the bu basketball guy. <laughs> this all makes sense. I've loved him for so long. Yeah, because it's like, because of another similar super dumb thing. Did you love like Tim and Eric? Yeah. Okay. Until they got too poop. And then I was like, this is a lot of poop. There was a lot. I stopped watching before that. Yeah. I think the last, like the last movie they made, had genuinely just like a whole poop sequence. It's not funny. I like, and I find poop and farts hilarious. Uh huh. I do. You would have loved being in my house the last week. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a very sick and then very flatulent dog. Oh, just poor Bubba. I don't. Know, just the worst. Yeah. Just the worst farts. Yeah. But um, my dog won't stop honking. We both were kept awake by our dogs recently. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I rang in the new year with um my very sick Your flatulent with dog. my very sick, very flatulent sad dog, oh. but it gave me a moment to reflect on on my favorite memes and how I yes, want to yes, spend yes. this year. Um no, so my favorite I mean, I just feel like I was on Twitter a lot more this year, mm-hmm. and so I got to like see things a lot more in like real time. Yeah. Um which is really fun. Um so obviously we had like Area Fifty One, like that. Feral hogs. Feral hogs. Thirty. God damn. Thirty, 30 to, to fifty. 50. <laughs> like. Well, and then did you listen to that Reply All episode where they talked? <laughs> no. I yeah, didn't. they did a Reply All episode on it, and which was great, where yeah. they actually talked to the original guy that wrote that tweet. And yeah. he was like, "Sorry, y'all, but like I'm from Texas, and we have a shit ton of feral hogs." Yes. And my wife, also from Texas, was like, "Yeah, that's a normal amount of feral hogs." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What the?" I love to hear the comment. Like, what I love about Twitter and how people, like, take things out of context and, like, blow them out of proportion to make them viral and memes. I love to hear people who are, like, not in that world and don't understand why it's funny. Yeah. Like, comment on it and, like, just sort of give the insight that 30 to 50 feral hogs is not actually that much. And, like, maybe you've got, like, 300. And then what do you do? So. You yeah. better have your assault rifles. Exactly. You, <laughs> um, you know, I'm Baby. Oh, that was a big one. I'm Baby was, was big and also sort of of sad origins. And also kind of how I feel going into this next year. I'm, I'm Baby. baby. Just yeah. let it happen. And I feel like the beautiful thing about I'm Baby is it sort of like naturally because we embraced I'm Baby, we embraced Baby Yoda. Yes. Um. Like, I don't even... What is that from? Star... The... It's from The Mandalorian. Okay. And that is Star Wars? Yes. A Star Wars TV show? I haven't watched it. I okay. don't know the memes, but Well, yes. I walked by someone's house the other day, and they were... Their, like, TV was in the window, and it said The Mandalorian, and I said... I asked Doug, what is that? And he said, it's Baby Yoda. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Baby Yoda. Like, yeah. I feel like Baby Yoda sort of encompasses... Um, like how tired we are, yeah, and how we're baby. Can I? And how weathered we are. Yes. But also trying to sort of like be zen and peaceful going into all of it. A couple things on Baby Yoda. Yeah. He's please. fifty. Fifty. Okay. <laughs> oh, because like in case you can't tell, I have a look of incredulousness. Is that too <laughs> old to be Baby Yoda? I mean, because Yoda's like what, like five hundred? Like Nine hundred or okay. whatever. So like, I guess it makes sense, but. 
Uh, oh, what was my actual issue with Baby Yoda? Okay. I like the picture memes, mm-hmm. but someone sent Carrie a Baby Yoda meme that was genuinely an 11-minute long YouTube video. And no. I was like, who has the time for this? Mm-hmm. It made me very upset. <laughs> and it was like, it, the, the joke just, it, it was over in the first two minutes, but there was really nine more minutes left of that video. We didn't finish it, but that's my concern. No offense to meme sharers, but like... Who please just time? please just send a picture. Yeah, keep it 30 seconds or under. And like, you better tell me why it's great. Oh, speaking of, that reminds me of another iconic meme of 2019. Please. DD Mega Doo Doo. DD Mega Doo Was that from 2019? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It also, gave you your name. Yeah. And also, that's the length of a video meme you can send me. 18 under seconds. 12, yeah, it's 12 seconds. Because I sent it to someone the other day yeah. and I've never seen it. And I was like, see, 12 seconds. You got room. In yeah, you have for time for that. Um, I mean, I feel like TikToks really, like, yeah. really so much of the stuff that has made this podcast fun to record for us has come from, like, meme culture and internet culture and uh, how quickly people jump on stuff. Like, yeah. I don't even remember what you hate to see it or you love to see it comes Still from. Still no idea. And I don't want to know. I don't want to know, <laughs> but it's, like, part of our cultural lexicon now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's... Really okay, fun. I guess I do want to know if it came from something bad, and then I'll stop. I don't it, think but... it came from something bad. Because you can hate to see and love to see so many different things on the variety of spectrums of gray and white areas. Next year, white it's going to be gray. in the dictionary. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, they're always putting stuff in the dictionary, like booty liches or. But this is just a phrase of a couple words gonna... that are already in the dictionary. <laughs> They're going to put it in the fucking dictionary, yeah. dear Joe. No, it's going to become like a famous American idiom. Yeah, I mean, I think it, yeah. Those are probably my favorite ones. That's I literally, have... whoa. Okay, sorry. What? Now I want to run for office in 2020 and then just only use those as my, <laughs> those are my only stances on things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what it's like to be like living in this age. Yeah. That's like genuinely. really most of the commentary that you need. Yeah. So yeah. those are kind of the main ones. I mean, there are a lot of... Uh, I, I can't... Did we mention Lil Nas X already? No, we haven't. Like, he was he was very special. Lizzo was very special. But just like Lil Nas X on Time the internet. Time person of the year. Time person of the year, Lizzo? I mean, it was Greta, but Lil Nas X was on his own cover of Time magazine. Oh. So I'm going to say... I thought Lizzo was on a cover too. Did she get a cover of Time? That's I awesome. might have made that up. Mm. I might have hoped to see that. Yeah, I know that the Lil Nas X one exists because the aforementioned Tim from earlier on the pod right. had that copy on their coffee table when we visited them a while back. Yeah. So. Well, and I mentioned this to you before, but I'm going to say it now. I was talking to a friend yesterday and we were talking about Patty Smith and I was kind of like, I'm not, oh God, this year gave us OK Boomer. Mm, it did. OK Boomer, the slur. <laughs> um, but I was talking to a friend about Patty Smith and I was like, at this point in my life, like Lil Nas X is more important to me than Patty Smith. Like yeah. I think he just has more relevant things to say to oh, the absolutely. youth and to the people. And that's kind of like the energy I want to bring in 2020. We started last year off with it. I and I hope I'm here's the little Nas X quote I'll use for my 2020. Please. From the song Panini. Uh-huh. Don't you be a meanie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say just that. Just that. Just don't you be a meanie. Yeah. Everybody I think it could be nicer. 
We should just foster the energy that like young people are bringing into yeah. uh, Twitter and memes and they'll keep... lead us. They'll they're gonna lead us. They're already leading us. Yeah, we're reporting on them. Real talk. I mean, what did we lead people into? We had like, okay, we had Paris Hilton's "The Stars Are Blind." That's millennial culture. Yeah. What else is millennial culture? It was just a rough time. I mean, the family stone is millennial culture. I know. See, telling your gay kid, I'm sorry, you're gay. It would have been easier if you were straight is millennial culture. Or like, um, God, what was like popular and like, um, just like reality TV. Yeah. Reality TV is 100% millennial culture. Like all of that is. I think that that is a. Mm, I lost it. You lost it? Yeah. That's okay. I had something that, oh, my, when I think about my resistance to boy bands mm-hmm. as a youth, I think of that being my like resistance of millennial culture from a young age being really? like, I'm not sure about all this, y'all. We should pump the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> let, I, let the Gen Z lead. I, I believe the children are our future. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I feel like reality TV, I had one in mind and it just like, completely slipped my mind but uh something i've been thinking about and i think we're reading the same book right now if you follow me on social media and you've seen me like post about it before sorry um but i'm reading trick mirror by gia tolentino right now and i feel like she does a good such a good job of like um integrating sort of like millennial culture pre-millennial culture and like the contemporary moment so she's your age yeah we're the same age yeah and she how far along in the book are you i'm on the third essay okay yeah so i won't i won't i've read the reality tv one okay because gia tolentino is on a reality tv and she's sort of on like one of the very first like kind of poorly funded reality tv shows for teenagers it's like a competition show so it this is reminding me though of one of my favorite reality TV shows, Kid Nation, where they were younger than us, and that those are the kids that we should let us lead into the future. You love Kid Nation. I love Kid Nation. I still don't know what that is. They put a bunch of little kids into the middle of nowhere, called it Bonanza City, and then <laughs> let them just do whatever they wanted. And really? Like try and create a society. I Did- mean, it was very similar to the girls versus boys puerto rico yeah. show that she was on did they stop climate change in no. their city <laughs> they should have though <laughs> yeah maybe they're technically just like ooh, maybe they have it the roughest because they're like not quite millennials not quite gen z sometimes i think about millennials that are like because aren't you technically a millennial if you're like 24 right now i think the cusp is like uh it's like 1984 to it's earlier than that it's no. 81 Really? Yeah. If you're 1980, you're Gen X. 81 is millennial. Okay. And then I think it ends at like 19, if you were like, to like 1996. Mm, So yeah, maybe I think you're more like 23 or something like that. So is Normani the last great millennial? I think she's not a millennial. Is she a millennial? So she's the oldest of Gen Z because she was born in 96. Yeah. Okay. I think it's like around. So if then. she's leading Gen Z, I'm for it. I think the cusp is tough. <laughs> yeah. Like I think the I cusp is tough. Because like when I think of my brother, he's got way stronger Gen X vibes. But then I think about, sorry Tim, third time you're coming up this podcast. <laughs> but he was born in 1980, so technically Gen X, but easily the most online person I've ever. He's met. sort of like a uh, like adopted. Millennial. Yeah. 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 
Oh no. Ooh, there's, there's someone at the front door. My dog is bar- barking a lot. Carlos. Maybe this is a good opportunity to take a quick break. Okay, so let's take come a back quick and break. Talk about Arby's. Yeah, we'll talk about Arby's. And Hang tight. Obviously, culture. Yes. It has infused this episode. <laughs> Hang tight. We'll be back. Okay, bye for now. back and we're gonna, we were just talking about like really delicious uh nice vegetable centric vegetable centric <laughs> recipes what to make for you know trying to like eat like whole foods and vegetables yeah. but um we did start our day really and in a sense our new year yes by visiting Arby's mm-hmm. Arby's Arby's it's true uh, have you ever been to Arby's? I had been to one once. It's uh-huh. out on Cedar Hills Boulevard in Walker. At least it used to be out in Beaverton. I don't know if it's still there, but that was the Arby's I went to as a kid. And I remember I was hanging out with my next door neighbor's family and my mom, like they didn't understand that I was a vegetarian. Like mm-hmm. they didn't understand what a vegetarian was. Like they just, I kept being like, no, I just don't eat meat. And they were like, cool, we're going to Arby's. <laughs> Chicken's okay, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, just like <laughs> genuinely, they didn't get it. Like, anytime mm-hmm. I was over there and I'd be like, yeah, I don't eat meat, they'd be like, okay, well, do you want like some fruit snacks or like, what do you. <laughs> what do you even eat? Yeah, pretty much. So I've never had Arby's. I've only ever seen Arby's commercials. Yeah. Um, A little different. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. It's interesting because we do. Like, we all know that advertising hyperbolizes and beautifies yeah. and, like, exaggerates everything. Even big beef and cheddar. Even be big beef and cheddar. But, <laughs> like, when you have zero context for anything, like, I don't think I've ever even had anyone describe Arby's to me. Yeah, I don't know who eats there. Uh, Like, I know people have eaten there. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. in the past, people have eaten yeah. there. But, like, I had heard so many stories about, like... Olive Garden and Red Lobster and everything. So I like sort of knew what to expect. Yeah. Today, Deirdre kindly picked me up. We get to Arby's and she's like, do you want to go through the drive through or like pick stuff up inside? And I was like, oh, I thought we were going to eat here because I, based on the Arby's commercials and the fact that it's roast beef <laughs> coming from a beautiful tenderloin i'm assuming carved in front of me (laughs) table side i'm thinking arby's is like an applebee's style Mm. at least applebee's style no 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 we've got like kind of like warm mahogany booths (laughs) and and deirdre's like i don't know if we want to eat in there i mean you know it's fine when was the last time like i feel like eating inside a fast food fast food restaurant just really reminds me of being a teenager and waiting for the bus and being right. like, oh, it's pouring rain outside. I'm out in the fucking burbs, so the next bus isn't for another 40 minutes. Yes. So I'm going to go spend the 95 cents I found in the bottom of my backpack <laughs> on a soda and sit inside this fast food restaurant for the next 40 minutes. That actually, That's like fast food to me. That totally makes sense. <laughs> I Yeah, like the inside of Arby's reminded me of Taco Bell. Yeah. And also the thing that you just described is something that Doug and I did in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. It was, like, pouring one day, and we had spent um, hours walking through Shinjuku getting lost to go to, like, a really fancy cocktail bar, Mm, uh which we did end up going to, but it took us 
so many hours and so much like just like wet cold effort to get there Uh that by the time we were done there and it was time for dinner we were like we sure are eating at this large Wendy's in Shinjuku. Um, and we knew that we were going to eat some fast food at some point yeah. on our trip. Yeah. Um, but like we were both very, very wet and just got fucking Wendy's and they had a lot of spaghetti there. Wendy's seems a lot more comforting than Arby's. Arby's, I gotta say, I gotta say, um, Arby's was a little depressing inside. It yeah, was. But- I think that's like I think that's what okay sorry keep describing the scene. No, it's just you know like it sort of just looked like an old Taco Bell. Yeah, that hadn't been rehabbed yet. One yeah, that like they were like the franchise owners were like yeah we'll get to that. Everything is sort of uh like connected to the floor. Mm-hmm. All the furniture is connected to the floor. Yeah, the doors or the the chairs are like those metal ones enamel that swivel or something and stuck to the also the chair yeah <laughs> or also the table and the floor yeah and the floor is tile uh-huh. which sort of gives everything in, in the room a feeling of being in a bathroom yeah well um. you gotta be able to mop it down <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't want to get any horsey sauce spilled i know and everything at arby's is so saucy yeah i didn't know any like so really like all i knew about arby's is these commercials and i think in my mind I just thought roast beef is fancy, mm. so it'll have to be served to me in kind of like a cloth fine, napkins. In cloth <laughs> napkins, and I know I told you this story, but there's a, a kind of a famous, like an old school famous place um, in Brooklyn called uh, Roland Roaster, which like serves very similar type of food. Uh-huh. I'd say like the colors of the Roland Roaster food are a little bit more lively um, and edible <laughs> looking, um, but they do serve like dipped roast beef and um, like fries and like they will put cheese with a Z on anything. Mm-hmm. And that space is very like warm and wooden and oh, lively. Gotcha. Um, so I think that was kind of what, I thought it was going to be like. Yeah. Well, and also now I understand why it's like more of a like attraction to go there when you're home. Like, cause it's like when you were describing it, I didn't know that it was like warm and cozy. Inside. Oh, totally. So I was like, I mean, I guess I get why she goes there. I think they so well, I mostly go there because Doug insists on it. I don't think it's that good. But what I will say is like, they serve sort of the same type of sandwiches that are like roast beef and turkey. Um, yeah. But like their meat actually does taste like it was like meat? made that day. Yeah. Um gotcha. it is and like the bread has like some some give to some it. Some give to Paul it. Paul Hollywood wouldn't completely laugh so, in its face. No, the yeah. So let's let's talk about Arby's. Let's talk about what it was. So really fast I do want to tell the listeners that this was my second trip to this Arby's. Oh. Because yep. we did illegally dump <laughs> in their dumpster. What yeah. did you legally dump, Deirdre? <laughs> so when we were moving out of our last apartment, um, there had been trash that had there was like gonna need to go to a dumpster that I knew was gonna go to, need to go in a dumpster, and I had been like, Carrie, it's your job. Like these are your trash items. I'll go to the dumpster with you, but just like before we move, please take these things to the dumpster. It didn't happen. Eight o'clock, or no, like nine o'clock. The last day we have in our apartment, we've been cleaning it since 9 a.m. that morning. 
we leave and these things have not been to a dumpster yet. And so she's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. It's fine. We'll go to this one dumpster on like Lombard and Greeley. And we pull up and it's a plaid pantry. And I'm like, oh, there's like cameras everywhere. We're not going to like dump. It was a, it was a table. It was like a, a like card table. Mm-hmm, and a couple mm-hmm. other like just big pieces of trash. You can't just put in a trash can. Yeah. So anyway, we were like, I'm like, I'm not stopping a plaid pantry. Like they will come out and bug us right away. Like this is a very open dumpster. So we turn and we're like, oh, I guess this trash will just live in our backyard, whatever. <laughs> and then I see Arby's and I notice how empty it is and how there's a big old dumpster and that the gate is open. And I just like yanked the steering wheel and was like, we're going to Arby's. Now, but you did you pick up any snacks? No. And actually we did. <laughs> so I'm like, Carrie, put the stuff in the trash can. I'll keep the motor running. We can split. <laughs> and so uh, then I noticed that the Arby's door is opening and an Arby's employee is coming out. And I think they saw us and just backed up because they were like, I don't get paid enough to deal with this shit. Absolutely. I'm out of here. Everyone that was working there was like a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh no, Carrie, uh, get back in the car. We gotta go. We gotta go. And she's like running with this folding table. Like, what do you want me to do? Anyway, thank you Arby's for your dumpster. We did leave things in. <laughs> yeah, well, considering, like, your your level of hooliganry, I'm surprised you went back so soon. I know, right? It's... And in fact, that visiting the Arby's dumpster inspired you to go <laughs> dine there. <laughs> um, I really appreciate it. We, so, like, full disclosure, we actually almost did this on New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that we didn't. Yeah. And I'm glad, glad that we, we did. I'm yeah. glad that we waited. I'm glad that we didn't start off our New Year's just... Like the things I ate were so drenched in horsey sauce <laughs> and cheese, and I ate all of it. Yeah, the things I ate were okay. Well, let's talk about what we were. Let's talk about what we we went to Arby's. So it's a I, little drab inside, a little medicinal, yeah. but everyone that works there is lovely. Yeah, I yes, absolutely. And my I I like read the menu online ahead of time, and everything was just about the meat, and like even the milkshakes were like, don't you want this milkshake to wash down all the hot meat you're eating <laughs> like genuinely if you go read the menu it's a lot of references to meat even for the things that don't have meat in them uh-huh. i like, love to wash down hot meat with a milkshake i know oh but it didn't stop me from getting that milkshake so anyway that milkshake was so was really that was good. really good yeah i got a chocolate chocolate shake mozzarella sticks and potato cakes that were basically hash browns so they were delicious but in like a very uniform yeah, triangular. Shape. Yeah, I personal. Oh yes, mozzarella sticks. You yes. said that. Mm-hmm. I personally got a beef cheddar. Yeah, a big beef and cheddar. Big beef and cheddar. I can choose between that and the roast or the French dip, and I was like, think of Isabella Rossellini and Thirty Rock. I know. <laughs> so beef and cheddar. They really make it look bigger on the screen. It was teeny. It was this tiny little beef and cheddar. Yeah. And and definitely covered in cheese with a Z. How much real cheddar do we think that was? Absolutely zero. Yeah. And then I got curly fries. And I sort of, I thought Deirdre was getting regular curly fries. So I got loaded curly yeah. fries. But I, I was like. out. I got extra potato cakes. It's okay. Instead. But I was like, maybe, maybe I shouldn't get bacon on it so Deirdre can try them. And then we got it. And it's just like curly fries just drenched in cheese with his like i it, yeah, they were like a lot of cheese a lot of cheese and a lot of horsey <laughs> sauce too yeah um arby's sauce real fast 
doesn't have a flavor. Yeah. So <laughs> so we got a bunch of the packets to try and like horsey sauces, like horseradish mayonnaise. Yeah. Um, marinara sauce, pretty straightforward, yeah. right? Yeah. For that was fine. Arby sauce, is it a classic? Didn't taste it didn't like have anything. Any flavor. So it, it tasted was, like you. I think your first note was spaghettios without the pasta in it. Yes, and I do stand by that. I think that was yeah. with like three drops of Tabasco. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. but like maybe like one drop. Maybe one. Yeah. Like <laughs> it had like a, a whisper of mm-hmm. spice. Yeah. Um. But then you're like, oh, but it like never actually makes it to my tongue. Like yeah. it's just kind of like a scent of spice. God. I, yeah. But it didn't taste like anything. And no. do people love now? Do people love Arby's? I don't think so, and I'm not sure how it's still around. I've never known anyone that, like, that's their shit. That's not... Ever. Well, my... Like, let me review eating the sandwich. I know you were there, (laughs) but, uh, like, I... When you bite the sandwich from Arby's, your teeth just go straight... Like, imagine just biting on Play-Doh. So you've got no texture, right? Typically, if you eat like roast beef you want the like the bread to like yeah. kind of like do have some, anything have some crust yeah. have have a bit of give yeah but like you know i was like oh you don't need teeth to eat this you yeah. just fucking oh maybe that's it. who's supporting arby's oh people that don't have a lot of teeth going i mean them. and that's kind of like tim for me to have the thought wow like a subway te- a subway sandwich has like sort of a more varied texture yeah, than this yeah. you get like a little bit of a crunch of like onion or tomato or yeah, lettuce because you can at least add vegetables there were not if it was not a potato it did not exist no well they had a salad and i when you said you were going all sides i was kind of like oh dear just gonna get like a salad or some broccoli but then i saw that it was like truly yeah. fast food not even like sit down and mm-hmm. i was like damn yeah so Really, one of the first fast food places where we've gone, where like now I know the commercials are a complete lie. Mm, I'm sorry. Twenty twenty, wake up, sheeple. I know. Arby's right? is a lie. At thirty three, <laughs> I had to learn that commercials don't tell the truth. But like curly fries, I I would maybe fuck with the curly fries without yeah. all that stuff on them. Yeah, the normal curly fries I remember being pretty decent. I could see going through that. Once. Yeah, going through that drive through, getting a milkshake, getting and some, some curly, curly fries. fries. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like, who's not eating e- that beef? Who's excited about that? <clears throat> Do you think that we went to a bad Arby's? Possibly. Do you think that there's an Arby's somewhere out there where? The sandwich looks like it looks in the commercial. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Such a bummer. But How were your potato potato cakes? They were good. They were like hash browns. Um, but So in a way, we're kind of like, okay, there's no backstory. Arby's isn't important to anyone. No one has any stories there. Um, true. And like, if you have stories about Arby's, please tell us them. If there's like a secret menu item that you like, if like... Maybe well, I had to get the 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 double beef. I mean, I didn't want like there's <laughs> there's one with a half pound of beef, and I was like, who needs to get that? The big sandwich yeah. looks so big, and now I'm like, if I ever went back to Arby's, you'd you'd go for it. I I don't think I would, cause okay, I have to say something about the meat, and it looked pretty bad. It looked yeah, it didn't <laughs> like I said texturally, it was no different from anything else I was eating. Yeah, but like. 
and I'm sorry to you, Deirdre, and anyone who, like, doesn't eat meat. Just skip through this part if you want. But, like, you know how, like, sometimes when you get, like, tofurkey or field roast slices, they're, like, kind of a weird off color, like the mushroom slices? Yeah. But you're like, oh, this is, like, a a vegetable protein. It's processed. So, like, the beef was the color of, like, the mushroom, like, like, vegetable. It was, like, kind of gray. It was. And I was like, this isn't. Is this actually vegetarian? Like, maybe this is vegetarian. That's true. Just... It might not be real beef. Yeah. That would certainly explain how they're able to remain in business. <laughs> so, I, I should have, I wish I had done some research about Arby's before we went, but I kind of went into it blind and... And hey, that's sometimes what you need in a new experience. I'll never be pulled in by that lasso again. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the big hat? Maybe. Where was the big hat? <laughs> they make it look so decorative from the outside with the big hat and lasso. And inside, we get none of the, like, uh, yeah. showmanship. Okay. What I will say, though, good mozzarella sticks. The mozzarella sticks were good. And I do wish that mozzarella sticks were more of a normal fast food item. Mm-hmm. I think that's where, like, the confusion about Applebee's might have showed up at first. Because, like, that's the kind of thing you could get at the bees. <laughs> yeah. At you the bee- well, and nothing was hot. And is that because we waited to eat it for a minute? Oh, your sandwich wasn't hot? See, I'm not sure if the sandwiches are supposed to be hot because it's just... Honestly, it's, like, kind of the greatest grift of all time. They're it's... just selling you a cold, smushed sandwich. Ugh. And it might not even be real meat. Yeah. Okay, Arby's. I'm back to wake up, people. <laughs> I'm on to you, Arby's. <laughs> I I, I want to go back to, like, the decor for a minute because the only, pe- like, you know, like, the showmanship of the lasso and the cowboy hat are yeah. not inside. All that we saw was one pot of fake flowers and a sign uh-huh. that said life is all about making memories. We did um, make a memory. We did make a memory. I know. I saw that sign and I was like, Yelena, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, uh, the people that worked there were very sweet. Mm-hmm. They asked how to spell my name, which oh, was yeah. nice. Nice. I um, also really liked that there was one uh, teen goth there. Alone. Yeah. It was with great. a full-length duster and very long hair, and he was so pale. And, and that's I was who... like, you enjoy your Arby's, sir. And I wanted to be like, what does this mean to you? I don't know. Huh. Maybe he just wanted a French dip. I used to, the bar I worked at for forever, we used to sell French dips, and some people just go apeshit for those. I don't know. But I bet they were, like, good. It looked pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. These French dips looked. And I don't eat meat, or, like, that kind of meat. Maybe that was my mistake, because I, I did um a, a strong recommendation from our friend Ben to get the French dip, and I did not heed his advice. This is what happens. Ben knows. We should always listen to Ben. I know. I wish we could go to Bojangles. Same. Maybe one day we'll take a trip down south and go to Bojangles. <laughs> go to church and go to Bojangles. Oh, wait. Church is chicken? Or, like, you want me to go to a church service? Like, most, like, the people that I've heard of going to Bojangles, they say they, like, go to church and then they go there for Sunday morning. Like That's a hard sell for me. I mean, yeah, me, me too. I'm Jewish. But, um... Oh my god, I had a Lyft driver. Uh-huh. This is, like, I'm done talking about Arby's. It was pretty disappointing. Yeah, I wouldn't go. I'm, uh, <laughs> please don't go to Arby's. Unless you're using the dumpster. Great dumpster. <laughs> and Arby's. Again... Great for dumping. <laughs> That's so true. Hire us, Arby's. We'll help you. <laughs> we'll help you. Uh, yeah, sorry. 
sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say that uh, because I'm done talking about Arby's, I'm going (laughs) to mention that I had a Lyft driver um, who was playing. This was like before before Christmas. Who was playing um, all of these Christmas carols by like bands like 311 and Train. And like, yeah, like singing along to them. And then when I got out of the lift, I was like, I was like, okay, thank you so much. Have a nice day. And she just went, Merry Christmas. And I went, uh-huh, okay, happy holidays. And she was like, okay, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Our next door neighbor did that to us. Really? We, yeah, she brought over Christmas cookies like to say hello. And we were like, happy holidays. And she was like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I don't even care. Like, I buy, like, Christmas wrapping paper. It's not well, like I yeah. devoutly, like, celebrate Hanukkah, though I did make some bomb-ass latkes. Mm, um, yeah. They were very, very good. Nice. But I just was like, oh, these are, like, the aggressive, we want Merry Christmas yeah. on our Starbucks cups, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. She's a, our next-door neighbor is a former postal worker. And she had strong Merry Christmas vibes. Uh-huh. And so that was when I got out one of my first, Carrie, do you think she went home and said, Harold, they're lesbians. <laughs> so anyway, she seemed fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the first episode of 2020. Yeah. Um, we won't be eating at Arby's again this no. year. So if you're a big Arby's head, sorry to say, this is all you got. Arb heads. <laughs> this, is, this one's out for, this one's for you. Um, we're going to try to go to some better places and do some better things this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, keep, keep subscribing. Keep telling people about us. Uh, if you're nice. <laughs> if you're nice. We're going to try to, you know, record a little bit more yeah. often. It's a new year, new it's me. new year. Don't have to move again. Yeah. Hopefully. Me. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will see y'all soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye.